Hello and good morning, everyone. Welcome to this week's new episode of Breakfast with Boom. I'm your host, Mr. Boomstick XL. And ladies and gentlemen, we have an incredible hot button topic show for you today. I mean, listen, it's going to be Brazil, 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 because we have more information coming out. I was able to scan through the documents and man, let me tell you something, folks. Uh, it appears that they really did their due diligence to learn about market share and how Sony has had for over two decades its thumb on top of the industry as being first place. Uh, they break down so many incredible points. And again, I know there's going to be some folks in here that says, you know, uh, we've been hearing it from people, which, of course, we don't we don't name names here because we don't want to, you know, send any mobs towards anyone. People are now accusing uh, Brazil of uh, of corruption. I've heard some things uh, where, well, they, they Brazil doesn't matter because they're not that big of a country, which is, oh, my God, if you're in that camp, folks, you, you, you need to come back down to reality. Um, but listen, we're going to be breaking down a lot of stats um, I have a lot of PowerPoint stuff that I pulled. Like I said, I ex ex in the last couple of days have ex extensively read uh, this this contra. I mean, the, the, this this findings from, of course, Cade, which is uh, the Brazilian um, uh, regulators uh, there to protect not only uh, competition but consumers. Um, and they break down so many amazing points. We're going to get to all of that. Uh, some of the stuff that you might have heard on other shows, because quite frankly, it's 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 the hottest news of the week. But I made sure that I did pull a lot of commentary that has not been discussed because obviously you're coming here and obviously I do five shows a week. So we don't want to regurgitate a lot of the of, of the of the document because, you know, there, there is a lot to read. But before we get into that, we got to welcome 100 people already here. Um, I have to start with saying that in the last couple of days, folks, we have seen some crazy growth with the channel. I think we got like this week alone, like um, 70 new subscribers, which is it's bonkers. It's it's crazy for a channel this small to get that much uh uh, new subscribers, a lot of new channel members. People have been extremely generous with their super chats. So, of course, before we even start, I want to say a big thank you for those because those really do help the channel. And one more thing, if you are finding the channel for the first time, folks, please, please, please give Double Barrel Gaming a consideration. Um, we have now, and I say we because I do this channel with my wife, who's never on camera and may never be. It's entirely up to her, but she does a lot of the behind-the-scenes stuff. In regards to setting up the contests, the money management, and most of the, the really finite things that go into making a YouTube channel a small business, which is what we have done. We are officially uh, full-time streamers, Monday through Friday, five different shows, five different panels, all different opinions. And, uh, yep, that's something that we are proud to say that we've done. We've literally made this into a network and we will continue to deliver weekly content. So if you are someone looking for daily content, uh, check out Double Barrel Gaming. I don't think you're going to be disappointed. But let's get into, of course, the, the panel that I have here. And speaking of panel, before we even get his name, we got to know what he's had for breakfast. Dreadpool, listen, how you feeling, brother? And what have you had for breakfast on this glorious Friday morning? Okay, well, it depends on what time of 
day you guys are eating <laughs> so even though for me and you know we are on the east coast of the united states i am eating my dinner so i have what is uh, a new york strip steak with some mashed potatoes and some fresh green beans with feta cheese on top wow so good yeah, wow I, I basted the the steak with butter i sous vide it to the proper temperature you know nice just just above rare but not really rare itself I, I like it a little bit more cooked than rare and seared it with the butter mm, so good very nice very so nice. good but yeah i'm doing great I, I feel energized from that that breakfast i guess you would say <laughs> and uh yeah let's do this uh this this it's gonna be a good show today yeah it's gonna be a lot of fun because like i said we i I'm, i have not have had a chance to hear your opinion dave's opinion and fuzzy and crispy has had a chance not only to be on my show but he was of course on another show that he's on weekly that he that I'm sure that it was amazing um and we, he and he's had a chance to simmer and when crispy gets a chance to simmer things pop up crispy how you feeling brother and are you ready for another uh Jim Ryan flying crying dance moves Jim Ryan kind of a conversation because a lot of what he was putting down it appears that Brazil and potentially many other regions of the world are going to call BS. Oh, I got the shoulder pads on. Boom. I'm ready to tackle this this topic here. You know, corruption. Corruption, people. We, you know, pie what, what about that? The Brazil doesn't really count as a country. <laughs> that that I mean, have you looked at the map? I'm just saying, dude. Did you take geography when you were a kid? I don't okay, because I, I, I did. Country. <laughs> I'm just saying it's you know it's it's pretty darn big. So you might want to go and look at a map. You know, maybe it's been a while and and actually look and also look at the population because it's pretty high if you didn't know that. But yeah, um, it's gonna be great because uh, you know I got something for for any of these uh these plastic box warriors ready to go, baby. Let's do it. Yeah, and actually, I think the most important thing that we're going to bring to the conversation, folks, are actually facts. Uh, opinions are great, and we're going to have a lot of them here today. But I think that when we break down, when, when, when it's said aloud of how big PlayStation actually is, as opposed to the rest of the gaming world, it is going to be very easy to suggest that this move by Microsoft is what, in, in its most simple form, competing. Um, they are attempting to dethrone the champ. That is competition. Now it depends. You know, there's going to be a whole host of opinions on whether they're cheating because I've heard that also. Well, Microsoft's cheating because they're so rich. Um, I mean, what what can I say? Sony's not not they're they're Sony isn't poor. They're a billion dollar company, hundreds of billions of dollars, right? So. I mean, they're not a trillion-dollar company, sure, but they have – and again, I'm not going to give the stats out because it's really going to be a finite point to how long Sony has been in first place. But Web Dave, Yo. what's going on, brother? Good morning. How you feeling? And have you had a chance to you know, tiptoe around social media to see some of the fanboys going off their – I mean, on Wednesday – um, there were eight-hour spaces where people were screaming into the ether about how this deal has to be held up and who is Brazil. Dude, it was, uh, it was, it, it's, it's been, um, it's been awesome and been very salty. I love it. Uh, I tell you one thing. I, ha I have to compliment you on was your amazing show 
Oh, thank uh, you, brother. On, that on was Wednesday night, man. I mean, you had ridiculous. three special guests as well as the regular panel. But I mean, you had Hargeet Chani, maybe you had uh, Randall Thor, you had King David, you had, I mean, you know, Kaysante, uh, Wandering Dutch, everybody else. You know, the regular panel was there as well, too. But oh my God, it was just one thank you, sir. hell of a show. And and my God, almost a, I mean, 900 plus showed up. It was, it awesome. was, it, it was dealer cult and Randall Thor type of numbers, which yeah. to be, to, to be, listen, I'll just say this. First of all, thank you for the compliment, but to, to be, to have that many. And if you didn't know folks, that final tally for Wednesday's record breaking show was 938 live uh, people in the chat. They were all um, I, getting into it. It's it wasn't <laughs> bots. I had that confirmed. That were actually yep. real people that were there. <laughs> and when you consider that some of the Xbox greats, and I just repeat, I just said their names: Dealer, Colt Eastwood, and of course Randall Thor, who was a part of that show. When you can be put into that uh, group of incredible content creators, it's humbling. It is awe-inspiring, and uh, I, I just hope that the channel did, did, in fact, turn a corner where the same folks that came for Wednesday's primetime come uh, back each and every day yeah. or at least some of the other shows to uh, to get the hottest uh, opinions. But, Dave, thank you so much for that uh, for the compliment. You're welcome, out. sir. How are you feeling, though? What's going on with you? I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling really good. Um, I, you know what? And you throw it back to me, so I'm going I'm to call it something else. I, we got this such amazing show and panel today. Mm. I mean, it's a great group of guys in here. I love these guys. And then in the chat, I mean, we got like uh, Toolman55. We got Tim the Saucerer. We got Telus Ray. We got, I mean, we got, oh my gosh, look at all these this great ones that are here all the time. Yes. Uh, Kingfish and uh, and we got uh, Cammy and AP and just so many more that are here. And it's just it's just good to have everybody here, man, and, and, and enjoying this great content. And why are they here, Boom? Because we all appreciate you. So there you oh, go. Well, that's very kind of you to say, but I, I appreciate them, and I certainly appreciate everybody on this panel because without people to listen to the show, without people to actually talk about the stuff, there is no show, there is no panel. So I'm very, very grateful for that. And, of course, thank you for the behind-the-scenes work that you're doing. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Uh, but Fuzzy Belvedere, uh, I know that you have been on a lot of shows. You have had said a lot of things, but there's always more to talk about yeah. when Jim Ryan is out there flying to different countries to try and uh, lay his, uh, you know, his guilt trip on everyone about how Sony is somehow going to be, uh, you know, dead in the water without uh, Call of Duty. When uh, specifically in the documents. Uh, the Brazilian government mentions Nintendo not having not only Call of Duty, but any real Activision Blizzard games, and they are still considered market leader material. Mm -hmm. Pretty hard for Sony, specifically Jim Ryan, to cry otherwise. <laughs> oh, it's it's definitely been an interesting time seeing all these reports come out and stuff. But, man, so glad to be here with you guys and everybody in the chat. So, man, <laughs> let's get into it because it's it's going to be a good one today. <laughs> yes, indeed. And uh, for, before we get any uh, any further, let's let's uh, welcome in the two Super Chats that have come in early and often. Sith Lord, good friend of the program, drops a $2 Super Chat and says, excited for Redfall late March next year can't wait yeah that's the new rumor uh we'll be talking about that next week i want to talk i want to talk to a couple of uh connections that i do have to see whether or not 
uh, that how how true it is, but it looks like Redfall will be releasing at the end of March of next year, and that is a great way for Xbox to start off their uh, onslaught of games for first party. We also have Raiden Blade, generous friend of the program, drops a two-pound super chat and says, hello, Mr. Brazilian Boomin panel. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I am now officially Brazilian, according to some, <laughs> because I agree with them. And uh, DJ Birdo, DOS, that's a very generous five-hour super chat and says, breakfast with Boom, let's get the coffee, which I had this morning, going for all the hot, com- uh, uh, all of the fire coming from the panel and chat. Dreadpool, my brother, from another Crispy Bullets. Indeed, brother. Well, thank you so much for that, and I um, definitely appreciate uh, the kind words. But listen, folks, let's get, let's get into it. Now, before we... Um, go into what Brazil said. Um, one of the things that I wanted to talk about that many people, unfortunately, like myself, were uh, written shows around had to at the last minute pivot. Like a lot, like it's it's basically where the news. You know, you write these shows, or at least I write these shows, and then something happens, and that's what happened Wednesday. Like literally three minutes before. The show started. I'm I'm changing the thumbnail. I'm changing everything. I'm changing the hashtags. It's you know because you 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 want to you want more people to turn in, and it t- turns out that whatever I did, it worked because we had over 900 people on Wednesday. I do want to talk about something that that occurred that a lot of people were kind of taking a step back. They like didn't understand. They've never seen anything quite like this. And what what am I talking about? Well, Microsoft launched a website breaking down what the benefits of Microsoft having uh, Activision Blizzard join first party. And the uh, they had PowerPoint slides. They had a breakdown of the uh, gaming space as a whole, going back as far as, uh, I believe, 1994, when PlayStation first started through now. It, it, was, it was a very colorful graphic, broke down everything, about where the industry has gone. But there are there was a specific slide that I have in front of me that I do I don't have I mean I I I could I could have just you know uh, put it on the screen but I'll have everything in the show notes if you want to see it for yourself. And this has been out for a couple of days. This was posted by Xbox Wire. It is a website explaining everything about this deal. It has interviews in there with Satya Nadala. It has interviews in there with Phil Spencer, specifically talking about the deal, uh, some of the things that happened, some of the very public things that happened with, um, you know, with Jim Ryan, which is, you know, again, very unprofessional. And I, I, I got to be honest with you, if this thing passes, and we talked about this on Wednesday, Chris Bean, I, I don't know if I'm as friendly to Jim Ryan and Sony anymore after the after they tried to put the kibosh on this deal. Uh, they, they, I mean, this, this is a, this is an important deal for Microsoft as a company, and Jim Ryan basically threw a temper tantrum publicly, uh, and not only embarrassed SIE but embarrassed himself. And I think the bridges that he burnt on the way to this temper tantrum, I don't know if they could be fixed. I think, I, I think that there is no going to be there. There, I, at least for me, because like I said, everyone knows me. What you see is what you get with me, right? I, I have the handout for everybody. Even if you even if you slap my hand, it's okay. At least I tried. But this, what Jim did, and what he continues to do, is in, incredibly wrong. And, and I'm going to tell you why it's wrong. But we're going to get to that in a moment because 
the mere fact that Sony has had a market, a, 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 a closed fist market grab for over 20 years, folks, and the fact that that grab is now starting to loosen a little bit, it's not good. But here is what the, one of the PowerPoint slides had to say. Benefits of Xbox and Activision Blizzard. Now, this is where it goes. It has three different categories. I want to break it down. Then I'm going to give it to the panel and let them dice, uh, digest it and let them go crazy on it. The first one says benefits for players. Very simply, it says more games on more devices, including Xbox, PlayStation, phones, and online. Choice in how and where people buy games with subscriptions and one-off purchase options. For 95% of gamers who play on phones, alternatives to gaming offerings from the other dominant mo uh, mobile platforms will now be available. Second category, benefit for game creators. More ways to get games in front of more players through support, investment, and better access to gamers. Better revenue and fair marketplace rules uh, through our App Store principles. Greater flexibility in payment systems and the experience they provide their fans. Now, this is where it gets good. Benefits for the gaming industry. More competition in mobile where a couple of big players currently dominate the market. Greater competition in traditional gaming where Sony and Nintendo will remain the biggest. Emphasis on positive workplace culture and increased local investment from Microsoft in studios and creative ecosystems around the world. So this broad stroke not only covers gamers, but it also covers uh, 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 people that make video games, but more importantly, people, the, the, the actual developers that will be working for Microsoft, specifically speaking about the Activision situation. We know that Activision and Blizzard had a whole mess of trouble. A lot of class action lawsuits. A lot of people let go illegally, right? And now Microsoft is, 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 is you can say, you can call it, hey, Microsoft, Microsoft is going to be the white knight here and they're going to swing in and they're going to change everything. Folks, they're the first entity in the history of gaming to allow unions. They're welcoming in the unions. They have been officially backed by the biggest union in this country. With that said, and the information that we currently have, which we'll break down on the second half of the show regarding what Brazil had to say, pretty hard for anyone to suggest that this deal isn't good. I'm going to go first to Crispy on this, because Crispy, I know you have a lot to say. What were your thoughts with this newly launched website breaking it down for anyone who wants to learn about what they're going to do once this deal is done. Do you think this was the right move for Xbox? I mean, being transparent is always the right move, in my opinion. You know, it, it's one of those things where you, you, you think about, you know, how, how do they present this, you know, the, this to the public? And, you know, at the same time, I don't know if some of this stuff would have came out immediately if Sony didn't go and, you know just go crazy and like well we're we're going all over the world and and this isn't right and you know it, it's actually pretty funny you know as we get into the the rest of the the show because it's just it's like ironic and just you know an oxymoron and it's like <laughs> dude 
Like, it, come on, man. But, you know, Microsoft at this point probably said, okay, well, we got a lot of regulators looking at this. We got, you know, um, our competition is complaining about it. Let's just throw this out there. So not only can these regulators go look at, you know, these facts and, and you know, probably do their own research and confirm them themselves, but also the public can look at, you know, our points and what we're actually thinking of doing rather than just, you know, having some hearsay and, and some things that, you know, some people will say this and that. No, let's just let's put it all out there and, you know, let the, the public do what they do and form their opinions. And the funniest thing is we haven't heard a lot of people on the other side of this, you know, bringing this up. Like, basically, they're ignoring it. And that's because they're all facts. I mean, you know, having competition allows us to to get better deals, to get better games. Um, you know, still to this day, you know, Microsoft is always reeling with the Microsoft Edge. You know what I mean? Because Chrome just absolutely destroys it. I use Chrome. You know what I mean? Chrome is better, so in my opinion. You and know what so I mean? So do I. Yeah. And, and Edge, and, you know, think of how long Microsoft, you know, Internet Explorer, and even before that. Like, just think about all the years, and they still haven't got it right. And because of competition, they're continuously trying to get it right. Well, Sony hasn't had enough competition. This is them laying this out. You also can look at PC and say Steam is the dominant force there. You know what I mean? So as they reel out PC Game Pass more and more with even more PC games, that's why they rebranded it, in my opinion. They don't want people to think they're exactly the same thing, although you can get Ultimate and pay the extra five bucks, and you can play whatever you want if you have a PC on there. You know what I mean? So having a little competition there won't hurt. And then the mobile market, I mean, you could say what you want, but I believe Tencent's one of the biggest there. So I I, I don't know. I, I see them, you know, they have a foothold in different aspects of gaming, but they're not the leader in any of them. And this is where we go and say, they have just put that out there. And like I said, people are going to ignore this because it doesn't, fit their narrative so you know that's a good point i'm I'm actually glad that you did say that because i really want you to kind of uh to to put the screws to that point what we're seeing in a lot of circles is they're leaving out evidence they're leaving out the actual talking points that shut down their narrative as if it doesn't exist as as if crispy these this information is not available to them and that's and, and i hate to say this this is very similar to the tactics that jim ryan is using the fact that he is out here using the fans as as ammunition to 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 further his point which is straight up lying is 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 bonkers to me you know you got to you got to look at it and say you know they have to they have to be very transparent, but if they're transparent, you know, Microsoft, they're, they also have to be truthful because if they're not, if, if, if something's not truthful, then, you know, your investors, everybody else, you know, when, when they think that, you know, Hey, this makes sense. This is going to go through. Um, they, they invest more or, or whatnot. And, and you have to hold yourself to a higher standard. That's why like people, anybody that, has looked at this and said oh this is just microsoft saying these things it's like nah bro like this stuff is in the legal 
aspects as well. Like they're really not allowed to do certain things, you know, because they have responsibilities, you know, and, and that's where you're like, they did this and they, they thought about this and they said, it just makes sense because this deal so big, has so many eyes on it. We need to have people be able to have the access to look at it themselves and form their own opinion. And it, and it's just, it's a smart way of doing it because they also know that they're not hurting anybody. Now, if we talk, if you want to be hypothetical and say 25 years down the road, you know, that's, that's way too long. People hard, hard you know to look I mean? that far into the future. Hell, the world may never be here in 25 years for crying you know, out the way so we keep going, the way we're people, going. People need to relax. Like, you know, you can only look at these things with like a, a small microscope right now, you know, five, five years out at the most, like it, it really. And right now, like regardless of this happening or not, Sony for the next five years is still going to be the market leader. I mean, we're talking Xbox is going to have to start selling two to one, which I just don't see. You know what I mean? Now, is it going to be competitive even more now? Or is Xbox could possibly win all of next year if all these games come out? Sure. But that still wouldn't put them, you know, as far as lifetime sales, because we're still including the previous generation. Which you know we I mean? will get into, and and it's it's pretty eye opening to be honest with you. So and and you know you have to look at it and say, Microsoft had choices. They could either shut their mouth, or they could have put this out there and let people do their thing. You know, and and I like I said, seems from the other side, not a lot of people are bringing this up, which is quite funny. Yeah, no, it it it, it is it is quite funny, and again, it it, it does. What this does and what has been said as opposed to the information. See, that's the thing, man. You know, how, how many times have we heard, uh, Dreadpool, that information is power, right? Like we, we as informed people, we got to forget video games, just people. If we are properly informed, if you, if you do your due diligence as a consumer, as someone who's a voter, as someone that's going to apply for a job, if you do your due diligence, it's unlikely, though it can still happen, that you're going to be broadsided by something you didn't see coming because you have been prepared for it. Well, Microsoft must have felt a type of way where people were getting the wrong idea of how big this deal was, and they came up with this website, and they put all of these, these facts and points out there for anyone that all they have to do is click. One click brings up everything you had to take your little your little pointer figure and just scroll that's what you have to do you just scroll dread hearing what crispy had to say hearing my opening monologue what are your thoughts on this this newly launched website as a, as a way to educate people potentially um regulators but of course the gaming public which is what this is about maybe the, <clears throat> maybe microsoft wants to educate PlayStation gamers. Maybe some PlayStation gamers are only looking through the keyhole rather than looking at the broader picture of it. What are your thoughts on what they did? Smart move or not? Well, let's see. What is the narrative? Right? The narrative is Microsoft is bad. Microsoft that is no, very true. Yes. Right? Xbox has no games, this, this, and that. They're just going to ruin everything. And that's, you know, everybody's changing the narrative of what's going on. It's, and it's detracting from what the reality is the reality is microsoft is trying to make a purchase that can affect them positively and negatively depending on how this goes and it's a big deal for them because it's a lot of money on at stake it, and they they have to do something with it too so you know they're they're doing something more 
than just you know oh we'll, we'll do this little thing here and you know appease the taxes and you know so how can we work our money how can we get our money to work for us better so we, we can save from taxes so there, there's always alternative things that we have to remember that there's other things in the background that we don't know of and this is one of those things they had money that they were going to get taxed on if they didn't spend it so they found a spot that they could spend it and save right so that way they can save their investments and put more into it and it's it's a double whammy if not a triple whammy that not only do they do this they get a studio uh, a uh, not a studio, but a whole company, right? A huge uh, triple, uh, triple A publisher. It's a, it's a yeah. triple threat, basically. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, you you're getting I mean? mobile, you're getting PC, and you're getting console. Exactly. So when you're doing that, you know, it's like, okay, well, you got somebody that's going to, you know, to the public. You got the rest of the, you know, content creators, if you want to call them that, or influencers, which. I don't know how, how they can even hold that kind of uh, power, but they're manipulating the subject. They're manipulating the, the whole issue here. You know, it's not just crying Ryan, right? So it's, it's what is it now? It, I, I changed it to Jim, crying lion, rat Ryan, because that's all he's been doing. You know, he's going there to the boards and he's saying this, this, and this, and it's going to affect us. And you, it, as you could see, they're like, look, we, how many times do we have to put it out there? We said it with Phil. We said it with Satya. You know, we've, we've put all this out there and people are taking snippets and not giving the whole picture. And, and they're like, look, here is the full list. Right. And this is this is the other funny thing. Right. When a company sells and they're not allowed to tell their employees what's going to happen that, you know, I don't buy this house because you might not have a job tomorrow. Right. And then the, the people that are buying are also not allowed to say hey, we're buying this company because it would it might have influence on stocks. It might have influence on other issues, on other things, right? But in this case, because it's it's so weird that this has become such a public thing that, you know, everybody's ratting each other out, you know, of like, oh, well, you, now you've made this public. Well, well, now that you've made it public, but you lied about this, I'm making it public too. I'm making this public, you know, and they're going back and forth with this pissing match, you know, and, and unfortunately... You know, it, it's their livelihood. You know, it's not their total livelihood, but it's part of their livelihood that they're messing with. So they got to get it out there. Here is all the information. One stop, one shop. Here you go. You can't you can't mi be misled about anything. Here it is. You know, and as Crispy said, transparency is key as long as they're truthful. Right. And that's the problem is Jim hasn't been truthful. You know, he, he's been lying about about things, hence the crying Ryan, rat Ryan. So when you have all this stuff, you know, and I'm not saying that Xbox or Microsoft has done everything right in the first place. They haven't, you know, and they fumbled over themselves, too. But at least now they have a coercive, cohesive plan on this is what's going on. This and, and it's publicly out there so you can read it and, and make your own assumptions and decisions from there. And that's, and that's really, that's all, you know, it, something that needed to be done. Unfortunately, it shouldn't have had to be done, but it is what it is. There's so much public opinion when it comes to uh, social media now. Uh, back in the day, it just happened. And all of a sudden we found out and it was, it was a shock to the world that so-and-so bought somebody. You know, well, you, now, you find out about it in your local EGM that was yeah. uh, three months behind in the... Uh... 
Yeah, exactly. The when, you get the, when you get the news, you know, it's, it's, you're you're so far behind that it, it it really doesn't affect you that much, you know. But that and that's the thing. This is everything is in, in the here and now. And like I said, we're being misled by other people. At least now, here is everything that they're saying, as long as they're truthful. And Microsoft has been cornered by many regulators before about Microsoft's practices. So they know now, uh, in order for us to, to be competitive better, you know, we can't be as cutthroat as we used to be. You know, the whole Apple and Microsoft fight was always cutthroat between the two of them. Yep. And Apple is doing that same stuff right now with Google, right? And as well as Microsoft and Google, you know, this is the first first ever on a phone. No, it's the first time ever on an iPhone. It's been two years on the Android phone. Yep. You see what I'm saying? There, there's these, these things that you manipulate on how the narrative comes out. And Microsoft is trying to like nip all that in the bud. And it, it is what it is. Um, it's just, it's silly that it has to get to this point. You know, um, but at the same time, we need to hold them to what they say. If they say that and, and change their mind, they have to have a reason as to why they change their mind. And I, I will go back to VR on Xbox One X. They changed their mind and everybody's like, oh, they, they lied to us. No, they didn't. They wanted it to be there and then they made a change because in their opinion, it wouldn't be feasible to do that. And they, they backed away from it and they, they haven't really talked about it ever since. Because, they because don't the investment is too high and the and the uh, the rewards are too low. Correct. And it's, it's risk not, and reward. Very simple. Exactly. And it's not ready yet for, for them to take that risk. You know, and that's this this reward here is well enough for them to take that risk. And now somebody's going in there crying about it and lying to to the you know to the regulators about all this, and they're they've had enough, you know. You, you you know you turn the other cheek enough times eventually you're going to turn around and and go back and face them and take them out you know it's just it's just going to be one of those things and this is what they're doing yet again they're being very strategic with what they're doing and that's that's the way you know you have to be that way you can't just go out there and just slap stuff around and that's nope. what it seems like a lot of people are doing they're slapping stuff around throwing out their narratives and and trying to get the normies as well as people that are well informed to be misinformed. Yep, and 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 mis, mis, misinformation is what Sony hopes is going to happen to regulators. And unfortunately, it appeared, Dreadpool, that that happened in a lot of the first looks. That will not happen in the second looks. And this is what happened with Brazil. They gave it a second look because of the size of the deal. And once they were done doing their due diligence and proper investigation, they ruled with Microsoft. And we're going to break down those numbers, both from Brazil, where Sony uh, is currently the market leader there as well, as to the world market leader and how far Sony has had, you know, Sony has a grip hold on the entire industry. But before we do that, we have to get Web Dave's opinion and Fuzzy. Web Dave, let's get your opinion on this. The website which is very, very well written. I mean, listen, you could say, well, you know, boom, it's, it's Microsoft. Of course, it's going to be well done. It's corporations making money. I, I, I get all of that. I'm not a boob. But at the end of the day, it could have been a lot of legal jargon. It could have been a lot of big words that people maybe misunderstood. It was done in a way that was very digestible for anyone that was reading it. Uh, what are your thoughts on 
their proposed three-prong attack for the entire industry, not just Xbox gamers. They talked about uh, making it easier and more of uh, financially viable for people to put games onto their ecosystem, but also, more importantly, the human element that people seem to forget about in these conversations, Dave. Yep. Human elephant, the actual people that make these games are going to be now working in an environment where it's safe and it's and, and there are unions and their rights are protected and they have a voice. This is something that didn't happen prior to uh, uh, the Activision acquisition that's going to happen potentially in the first quarter of next year. And now workplace uh, work, workplace safety is going to go up 100 percent. I think it's great. I mean, and it was and it was really good the way they the way they put it out there. Um, is a very interesting uh, breakdown of um, Hoglaw. His uh, his last uh, video he put up. His last was video like, was an hour and eleven minutes. I've only yeah. gotten a few the first the first quarter of it. I have to I'm listen to you. it. Yeah, it hurt yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and um, I just I think that uh, you know that it's 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 clear you know what they're trying to do. It's clear that they're trying to, uh, you know, spell it all out, and uh, and I like how if you you, know, you go back through the you know through some of the the postings and listings because there's like four or five different categories you can click on, but they're like when um, you know um, when Phil first started talking about it and uh, his comments, all the comments and stuff that were made are put in there for you to easily see. Yes. So it's like you know you can't like you know well I didn't say that they, you know oh yeah well here's where they said it. Here's where they, you know, here's what they were talking about, you know, so because a lot of people are, like you said, leaving out important parts when they uh, when they try and retweet or, uh, you know, try and highlight their narrative. And um, and obviously the Brazilian board was like saw through all that and they're like, it's just not happening. We we, we get it. We understand. Um, and and and, you know, like um, like Dreadpool said, um, you know the lion and crispy too you know the lion that jim's doing um it doesn't make him look good it really doesn't and it's uh you know even from his point of view you got to see that he is not he's not really being truthful he is trying to create a narrative so that uh, so the fanboys will back him and so that they'll try and you know and just you know to make it lean like this is all you know I, well, what was it we were talking earlier in the pre-show? It's like, you know, some, some of the fanboys, and I'm not trying to, you know, I mean, I know we have fans on both sides. I get that. But, um, the, you know, it's like, it's not like God and family to them. It's, you know, <laughs> it's, uh, it's Sony, God, Jim Ryan, family, you know. But that's a, in, in some circles, I, I think I think uh, Jim Ryan might actually beat out God. But I mean, that's just that's subjective in some of these lunacy uh, circles yeah, that are running yeah. around social media, which is quite scary. But please continue, yeah, sir. It, it, it is. It is. Um, and, and it's like, wow, it's like, do you even hear what you're saying? Some, some of those people, you just you just want to like, you know, and I don't you don't usually comment on stuff like that. I usually click off of it just because it's like once I realize, you know, how incredibly ignorant they are or how incredibly divisive they're trying to be just to get clicks. It's like, it's not even worth listening to half the time, but how about this? Uh, how about yeah. this one, Dave mm -hmm. call of duty will become trash once, uh, Xbox becomes the ownership because look at halo. How about that? Oh, one? Of course, of course, yeah. well, you know, because the people that make call of duty now, 
I mean, they're still going to be there, and, and and of course, they're all going to take a holiday, and they're 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 not going to put any effort into it anymore. Being they're going to take pride in their work, nope. um, you know, because they're you know, they're, I mean, because it's going to be so easy on them now. There's just going to be a kickback and vacations every day, and no, these people have a job. They have pride. They're going to continue to work hard to make sure there's a great product out there. Halo is its own thing, and 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 ha- it has its own issues, and you know, so you know, this isn't about Halo. This is about call of duty this is about the biggest video game for like the last 10 years repeatedly and like i said last year it was the number one and the number three best selling game profitability for sony and and they're scared you know because they're because you know that income but it's not that it's not that they can't generate it that's clearly what the what they're, they're saying and the brazilian board said you know it's a matter of you know, you might have to work at it, <laughs> but it's there for you. But they've been relying on it, and and a lot of good points on your show the other night where people were uh, King were saying that, um, you know, they're 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 probably trying to get these other things in the works, and they're just trying to hold off or get other things going so that when the three years or whatever is up, um, you know, that they're in a, a decent position, you know. But but I don't know. It's. It, it just came across is uh is just not uh it's just jim is just literally you know trying his best to to get things the right way but but like you said the the people that are people like you said they're like you know call of duty is going down uh xbox is going to destroy the franchise um it's just it's like do you listen to yourselves if it had gone the other way then it'd be like you know well now call of duty can become the greatest game of all time now that sony's got it I mean that's that's exactly what they they would have done. So that's cool. And someday when they miss playing their Call of Duty or they want to go to it and they have to go to Xbox or PC or whatever to play it, welcome home. So indeed. And uh, again, if 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 this interests you, like if if the real finite details of this uh, document that was put out there by Brazil interests you, it's readily available for everyone to read if you have the time the patience and you really, like I said, if you really want to know their thoughts, it's a lot to read through, but I think it's, again, as someone that covers this on a daily basis, I find it absolutely intriguing, especially when you look at, at the simplistic points, Jim Ryan and SIE have been trying to make regarding this deal and simplifying how, how, you know, a PlayStation good Xbox bad. And that's yeah. that's how they broke it down. And uh, well, listen, I'll tell you, if, if they if they go, if anybody really wants to to get into it, they should watch your Thursday night show that you had on. Oh, that, thank you, I brother. Because you guys like over two hours, and yeah. I mean, yes, there's a lot of fun and some banter, which that makes it entertaining. But you guys really broke it down, and everybody had incredibly good points. And there's a lot of things that I didn't even think of that were like made you think. You know, like uh, like I said, Kaysante and. uh and Everborn on 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 Saturday's uh, the Circle podcast is going to be quite interesting. Yeah, looking forward to that as well. Yeah, yep. yeah. It's I'm I'm looking forward to many many shows in the, in the coming days because uh, I love hearing uh, other opinions. I I, th- I think when you have a um a, a vast uh, amount of you know educated opinions, it makes the topic uh, or the subject matter even more. Uh, digestible, but more importantly, fun to listen to because you get a chance to hear uh, both good and bad points about it. But listen, Fuzzy Belvedere, 
I want to get your opinion on this. I have yet to hear you utter a word of the Brazilian document, which we will, of course, get into momentarily. Uh, and of course, I will, will re-roll this to uh, have you uh, talk about that first. But I do want to get your point on Microsoft putting out, making this website, mm-hmm. putting all of this information in one very, very easy place to just one click you're in, scroll, 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 pick what you want. Everything is there. Uh, you have uh, quotes. You have, uh, you know, uh, PowerPoint documents. You have actual interviews where you can sit and listen to. Was this the right move? And, you know, for, for Microsoft? Oh, most certainly. I mean, the, the biggest thing is they want to dispel any of the, the FUD or the, the misinformation that's out there. And whether it's directed at the regulators or just gamers in general, this is to give them or give everyone insight into what Microsoft's plans are. And with them putting it on a website, it's in writing. So as a PlayStation fan out there, you know, you should be glad that they're willing to put it in writing because then you can use that to hold them accountable if they should change their mind. But in the grand scheme of things, this was a great way for them to get ahead of, you know, Jim Ryan doing his world tour. Oh, it's not fair, you know, tour type of deal. But uh, it, it, I, I think that website clearly shows their seriousness on making it more accessible for gamers in general, as far as regardless of the platform, you you more than likely already have a device that will be able to access the games. It's not the old system where you have to go ahead and spend hundreds of dollars on this specific box to play these games. They want to make it so you, you probably already have a box that can do so. So, all of the explanations that they put in there, it's great for the regulators because we all know they're they're not gamers. They're just, you know, people in, in public office that, you know, might catch a news story here and there. But in the grand scheme of things, this will at least give them better material when they come to the table, whether that involves concessions or not for like what coming from the FTC or CMA. We'll see. But, you know, clearly Brazil like you guys had stated earlier, they did their homework and they, they looked at this with, you know, a, a microscope basically and, and went over documents, went over, you know, the industry positions of, of some of the key players and, and basically told Sony, get your stuff together. Just stop, stop this crying, you know, go back, get, get you know, have a meeting, come up with an idea and, and get back to work as far as, you know, if you want to maintain your, your first spot, you're, you're going to have to work for it now. You, you now have genuine con, uh, competition coming at you. And it's one of those things where we can't sit back and allow you to to try and block this in, in the sense of, you know, in the name of competition or in fairness when you're you know, one of the key players that have been doing some unha- underhanded things as far as contract uh, wording where it keeps particular uh games off of other devices or platforms like in all honesty i think one of the key things and this was like i think even brought up on your thursday show you know the whole you know exclusive or or blocking from game pass probably did more harm to stadia than it did to game pass in general actually so- you know what let, let me just stop you there because you bring up a great point and i want to re- read raiden blades uh two uh, he drops two five pound super chats to that exact point. I like you to, I like your runway with that. Uh, he says this just, uh, he said the first one was, um, let's see. 
Um, okay, the first one says, uh, I just want to repeat Hargeet's words. Stadia what, what, uh, is, has killed off, uh, was killed off more by Sony than Xbox. Sony contracts that no games can uh, be going into their service uh, at, at the time of the market. Uh, he also says um, another five pound super chat says uh, Sony st- block Stadia more than Xbox ever did. This is why I believe that uh, it's it's the only uh, Mr. That's OK. Why I believe that it's only Mr. Harrison that's speaking and not Google. Maybe he's looking to, to get rehired. <laughs> I, that I don't know. I don't know if I would hire him personally. Every day that guy goes, he he destroys what he what he touches. But to that point, to to Raiden Blade's point, mm-hmm. please continue. Yeah, it 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 just goes to show a lot of the stuff that Sony's been doing behind the scenes is now coming to light. And if these regulators can c- continue to dig in these second looks, they're going to see exactly what this industry has been you know, doing over these years and something, even though the dollar amount is large, it, it's far from being, you know, a, a competition ender type of deal. But the stuff that Sony has been doing is, is definitely harmed, you know, Sega in the past. It's definitely harmed Google. It's definitely harmed Xbox in its journey, trying to get to where it is today. So, uh, and, it, and it's not to say that some of these entities like Sega or, or Google didn't harm themselves in certain ways, but Sony isn't playing anybody or doing anybody any favors either by making it. So they, you know, use their market position to kind of dominate, but um, you know, kudos to, to Microsoft for putting the documents or the, the uh, website together to, you know, I, I can't remember who said it before, but it's like for, uh, you know, competition 101 for dummies kind of thing uh, for the regulators to some yes. extent. So that way they at least have, you know, cliff notes for the meetings, but um, you know, it, it, it's a, it's a great step. One showing their seriousness and two, to kind of clear the room of, of you know misinformation and then kudos to brazil for you know doing their homework and you know people want to say oh corruption and they're not a real country it's like come on yeah, really like if, if if you're going to console war to the point where you're going to turn on anybody that's against your platform you, you probably should find a different hobby or, or just play more games and ignore it, it, it instead, instead of saying things like brazil's not a country or the corruption it's like have we looked at news lately and politicians here in the States? I mean, I'm not saying we're all corrupt or all politicians are corrupt, but it's like, uh, there, there's a lot of that stuff. going Basically, on. Basically don't throw stones is what you're saying. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I think for those that are, are concerned or, or opposed to this, um, you know, acquisition, you might as well just, you know, stay off social media, close your eyes, put the blinders on, thumbs and ears kind of thing, because when this goes through, I I don't want to see your meltdowns. I mean, they'll be entertaining, but I, I really don't want to see grown grown men cry or grown grown-ups in general crying over over uh you know their platform. But you know, it is what it is. <laughs> it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a thing. It is gonna be a thing. There's gonna be 24 hour spaces being held, <laughs> you know, for the fact that, and that's the thing that's interesting. Um, again, we're not going to so, so much talk about it today. It is a question. I'm I'm, I'm trying to figure out uh, the angle of Microsoft at this point. And what am I what am I talking about, folks? Well, Jim spat in the face of Phil Spencer and Microsoft when he said 
that the three-year extension was not adequate enough for Sony, not adequate for PlayStation and its gamers. I kind of wonder what happens now with that three-year deal. Does Jim tuck his tail between his legs and, you know, ask for the three-year extension, which is only going to get him the game on the console? Um, I, I have a feeling that the cross-play tax is going to have to be removed. That's that's another thing that Sony charges people, in, I, whether you know that or not. If you want cross-play on PlayStation with other uh, entities like PC and, and Xbox, they charge those publishers slash developers uh, what is called uh, a cross-play tax. Uh, this is on the heels of a, a fifty-dollar increase in the on the you know on the console, ten-dollar upgrade upgrade fee uh, for games from PlayStation Four to PlayStation Five. It's just that what they have done to remain the market leader has been egregious, uh, and I, that this is where we're gonna we're, we're gonna we're gonna shift over to some of those PowerPoint. Uh, uh, documents that i have in front of me from the brazilian cade uh uh approval of the uh uh, 68.7 billion dollar uh activision blizzard deal and i have those in front of me folks and uh it's 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 there's a lot to get into here and a lot of this comes the way of the one of the documents that were first put out there by benji sales uh and it was basically uh uh, very very quick synopsis of of their of their findings, uh, and it was listed one through six, um, and uh, the, it's number five that I think that most people, most gamers, found to be more tantalizing than pretty much anything. Like I said, if you if you really want to uh, look th- and, and read through the lines of this, take the time to read this document, folks, because it, it there there's something to be said about. The way that this is broken down, this this is this isn't just uh you know they they did their homework in, in in the back of the car on the way to school like this is so well done and it's so well investigated that I, I find it very hard to believe that the FTC or the EU or the CMA are going to have anything different to say and I, and I I have a strong you know we're hearing like Hoglaw who's times more educated than I am in this. He thinks there's going to be some sort of concessions. After reading the documents and the findings from Brazil, I find it hard that Microsoft would take any concessions at this point, considering the marketplace lead that Sony has. And we'll break that down momentarily. But I want to reread for you folks article number five on the start of the document. Uh, And of course, not that I have to say it again. This is the Brazilian Cade uh, document that has been ma- making the rounds. This is what it said for, uh, and I'm going to read actually uh, f- uh, four and five, and then I'm going to get into the numbers. Uh, it says this, with regard to the possibility of closing down downstream markets, the analysis pointed out that despite the relevance and popularity, Activision Blizzard's games, in particular to Call of Duty, would not be essential assets to the performance of Microsoft's current and potential competitors in the console and digital game distribution markets. And it said in parentheses, considering in the latter, both digital stores and multiple game subscription services for PC and consoles. Thus, even if the Activision game catalog, Activision Blizzard game catalog 
were to become exclusive to Microsoft's ecosystem after the transaction, SG and Cade considered uh, that such exclusivity would not result in a substantial reduction in the level of competition in the downstream markets, even if it could translate into a competitive advantage for Microsoft. Furthermore, it is important to highlight that the central objective of Cade's activities is the protection of competition as a means of promoting a well-being of Brazilian consumers and not the defense of a particular interest or specific competitors. That is the backhand slap that the Dreadpool was talking about. After all, one cannot lose sight of the fact that the holder of the illegal assets protected by law number 12,529-2011 is the collective uh, is the collective collectivity and not the competitor economic agent as an individual entity talking about Sony this in, in this sense although it is recognized as part of the users of PlayStation's consoles from Sony could decide to migrate to Xbox in the event that Activision Games, Activision Blizzard Games, and especially Call of Duty become exclusive to the Microsoft ecosystem. SG slash K does not believe su that such a possibility represents its in, uh, itself as a risk to competition in the whole of the console market. Now, why are those two particular points important to what we're about to talk about? Very simply, is two PowerPoint slides that were used specifically in this in this document. One of which I'm pulling up on the screen for me to see. And like I said, I will have all of these in the show notes if you would like to check them out. It says simply this, folks. Now, this is the broad this is the broad stroke picture of, of it all when you talk about the industry going all the way back to 1994. And this is like I said, this PowerPoint slide document was in their findings. And it starts off with 1994, when PlayStation first launched. They sold 102.5 million consoles. Secondly, in uh, when the PlayStation 2 versus Xbox era came out, PlayStation sold 157.7 million consoles versus Xbox's 24.6. Now, the third part of the of the picture goes into the PlayStation 3, Xbox 360 era, where PlayStation, even though it was edged out by 1.8 million consoles, still beat Microsoft once again. Sony sold 87.4 million consoles, and the Xbox 360 sold 85.8 million consoles. Then they moved to the, the generation that we just packed up two years ago in the PlayStation 4, Xbox One generation. Sony sold in, in, in that generation 113.5 million consoles as opposed to Xbox selling 48.5 million consoles. So now you say to yourself, here's the numbers, folks. Here it is for all, for everyone to see. Who's the market leader? Who has been the market leader since 1994? That would be Sony. And they said it in, in the Brazilian uh, findings that they have held the market leadership for two decades, 
which is over 20 years. Now, if you look at this current generation, the last numbers I was able to find is that Sony had sold over 22 million PlayStation 5s worldwide, and Microsoft has sold over 16 million. Still, it's a closer, uh, it's a it, it's closer than it has been in many many years. But Sony still holds the advantage. But if you think that those numbers are enough for you, if you think that I haven't done my due diligence for this particular podcast, you're wrong. And here's why. I pulled up this from StatCounter, uh, and it's, they're known as the global. This is the global stats for the gaming marketplace on PlayStation versus Xbox. Okay, this was also used in there, and this is uh, dated as being the information for September 2021 through September. 2022 it is it is listed as the console operating systems market share worldwide numbers and check this out folks if you think that sony doesn't have a leg to stand on with regulators here is the nail in the coffin or stake into into the vampire's heart if you will because it's october playstation currently holds worldwide 86.84% of the market when it comes to console gaming, do you know what Microsoft currently holds? 13.12% of the worldwide market. So who is trying to compete here or who is trying to hold their number one position? The numbers don't lie, folks. I have read them for you. These were a part of the Brazilian findings. These numbers are probably going to be a part of the FTC's findings and the CMA's findings and the EU Commission's findings because these numbers don't lie. We can all have um, opinions, but you can't change the fact that Sony has been and continues to be the market leader. That's why this deal is going to go through. I want to go right back to Fuzzy on this. Fuzzy, when I have, listen, I'm not a regulator. I don't have a law degree. But when I present when I presented this this evidence to you and to the over four hundred people that are here, hard to argue. Yeah, it, I mean, all these years Sony has been pretty much the the dominant source of gaming, uh, with the exception of like the early parts of the PS3 because they kind of stumbled over their own two feet, but they still pulled it out in the end. It, it was one of those things where you know the 360 came out a little bit earlier, so they had a nice you know head start. But eventually PS3 caught up towards the end of the generation when they started focusing on like their, you know, third person uh, over the shoulder, you know, story driven narrative games like The Last of Us and such towards the end of the PS3 generation. So Sony has figured out even when they started losing on how to make a comeback and the PS3 generation is evident of it. So for them to, you know, try and cry about you know, this, this deal. So the competition from Microsoft, this go around is, is unsurmountable, or at least that's what they're trying to make it seem like they've already shown that they can answer the call to competition when, when really pushed uh, against uh, when it comes to somebody that's actually competing against them, which 360 did a very good job of. So it's, it's going to be hard for regulators to, you know, say, oh, you know, Microsoft, the big trillion dollar company, you're you're a bullion PlayStation. 
clearly PlayStation's been doing the bullying, at least in this particular area. Like there are certain things that Microsoft dominates. Like when it comes to um, you know PC software as far as operating systems, that's their their bread and butter. That's where they dominate. Now they are also a very large player in the cloud space, but they're not dominant because there's other big players out there, much like Amazon and Google. But when it comes to gaming, it's it's much like when you look at when they try to get into the MP3 player uh, segment or the cell phone segment. They just didn't hold their own in comparison to other players, whether they be larger or smaller players at that given time. So Sony has to be able to figure out what they've done over these years to kind of maintain their their you know position and see what the future holds and try to you know prepare for that and that's that's what sony needs to do the the regulators themselves don't need to you know help sony you know i mean i know some people still have that outlook of like oh you know too big to fail you know give sony a bailout no they don't need it at this point in time they're still the market leader even though the numbers are tighter this generation than they were last gen but it, it's it's one of those things the regulators are going to look at the overall numbers and be like, well, wait a minute, you're telling us you can't compete, but all you've been doing is competing and, and basically crushing it, you know, for the past 20 plus years. So it, it's it's going to be a hard sell for for Jim Ryan's, you know, stories once all of the, you know, stats and facts are out there on the table when they're discussing, hey, well, is this going to potentially cause any you know detriment to the competition down the road as far as for you know the whole playing field, not just Sony, but the whole playing field? And and there are ways where yes, Microsoft can you know potentially you know strong arm the the you know industry, but it it's not something that they can do overnight. And meanwhile, while if they were to try to do that, let's say it's the 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 range of competition that's out there is going to do their best to either survive or to to step up and and outdo and and the best way to do that is much like with Microsoft with their subscription model they found a, a different path or a different avenue to to draw gamers in so there's going to be other methods that that Sony can do like we we've, we've even talked about it on previous episodes here Where's Crunchy Roll in that that uh, you know PlayStation Plus subscription, or at least the option of it to roll it in there, or have it where you know after you play a certain amount of games. I know they have the P the PS Stars thing that they just started, um, but let's see how it is in a year or two when they they kind of get you know rolling on or firing on all cylinders and see if they don't have something where okay you get you know even more points if you buy or rent like a, a well they took the the movie store off of the PlayStation itself but still doesn't um stop them from integrating something where if you were to buy movies through the the app or something that it would count towards stuff and and basically help lock people in much like Apple does with their ecosystem that's that's the big thing these days if Sony can you know, capitalize on those hundred and some odd, you know, console users that they have now and lock them into that ecosystem that they will be golden no matter what Xbox does at that point. But instead, they're up here crying that, you know, this purchase is, is going to break our bank or it's going to, you know, put us out of business when, in all honesty, it's it's just smoke and mirrors at this point. But that, that's all I got. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I would agree. I, I think a lot of it is smoke and mirrors, especially when you turn around and you put all of these numbers uh, at the head of any conversation you're about to have. It's hard to imagine 
someone um, that has been the market leader for over 20 years all of a sudden falling to pieces. Now, granted, I've said this before. I think the reason why Sony finds themselves in this bit of a, of a pickle, if you will, is because they have sat on their hands, uh, meaning that they have let uh, dormant IPs remain dormant. Uh, IPs that have, people have been asking for, uh, like SOCOM, for instance. I, I think it's safe to assume that if uh, SOCOM was given to one of their very, very capable first-party studios, uh, they could, in fact, uh, make something magical. I, I would even dare say is that if you not, now that you are the owners of Bungie, one of the best makers when it comes to first-person shooters, why not take a small team, um, you know, however big that team is, you can, what, what, what's small to you? Is it 20? Is it 30? Is it 50? Is it 100? I, I don't know, but I know that they're very talented and they're very, very good at uh, making uh, shooters. Why not uh, task Bungie? Who, uh, who obviously, you know, they, their history speaks volumes. You know, they started with uh, with uh, with Halo, and they've moved their way to Destiny, and Destiny is as popular as it's ever been. Why, why not give them SOCOM and let them and let them go and and make this, you know, games as a service SOCOM, which everyone has been asking for, including myself. Uh, now, whether they change that and make it first person, or they bring it and they remain traditional, and the third, personally, I prefer it being third person as it was in the PlayStation 2 era, but there's your answer, Crispy. I mean, uh, Fuzzy, there's your answer. And speaking of Crispy, let's bring you into the conversation. Crispy, you've had a lot of of information that you were able to digest here, and I broke it down in a way where the numbers are just put out there for everyone. There's no fugazi. There's, There's no smoke and mirrors here. The numbers are the numbers. Sony has been in the lead. For 20 plus years they continue to be in the lead currently competition is not going to be skewed in any way what it's going to do with this deal is force sony to do better instead of sitting on their hands and sitting on their ips that they have classic classic boatloads of ips that they could i mean joe mr bad bit who's who's a part of the show for many many years said this this may force sony to be weird again and when they were weird they did really good things what are your thoughts on the numbers that someone like myself, who's just simply a podcaster, were putting out there for people to check out? And some of the numbers that even the Brazilian government used in their findings, how does the uh, CMA and the FTC and the EU actually even challenge that? I mean, it's all laid out there. They can do their own fact checks about it, but it's right in front of you. Um <laughs> It's it's hilarious because you know that's that's where the narratives have been changing on Twitter. Let's go to this. Let's go to that. Let's say you know Brazil's you know, Microsoft and Brazil are like in cahoots and all that stuff, which which is hilarious. So you know let's let's enlighten people for a second. If you're off of that narrative that you know because two years ago they did a partnership or whatever with Brazil, that you know this is the reason why it passed. Well why are you even arguing anymore because the ftc is america and they have a huge cyber defense contract with microsoft so if we're going off your logic guess what it's gonna go through easily um and besides that which it it just it it cracks me up because people just say things and then they don't look at what the actual 
you know, facts are, which over 80%, and, and you know, you brought this to my attention because I'm going to be honest with you. I, I didn't go through every single piece of any documentation. I take my little snippets and I look at it and I say, whatever. The, you know, Brazil said, you know, we see you. We see you, PlayStation. We see how you're acting. You're acting like, you know, your little red, red riding hood when really you're the big bad wolf. And, <laughs> you know, they have, you got to look at it from a gamer, from, from my perspective. I have been gaming forever. And I felt at a certain point in time, I had no choice but to move over to PlayStation because they absolutely destroyed Sega. Okay. They, they just absolutely lame basted them. It just, it was, it was one of those things like you walk into Blockbuster and you're like, man, I've already played every game that the Sega Saturn has. And look at the entire aisle behind me that has PlayStation 2 games. I'm like, you know, I, 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 I have no choice. And that's the competition part of it. Think about it. So, they didn't care enough back then. It wasn't transparent enough, but it was clear if you were a gamer and especially if you had a blockbuster membership of, of what was going on. And trust me, when the original Xbox came out, it was the same deal. It just so happens that Microsoft didn't give up. Now, Sega been in the been in it for way, you know, as long as you would think. And they just said, you know what? We're going to just make games. And it was a smart move because they couldn't compete, you know? So wh where's the sympathy for that? You know, Nintendo, I mean, you know, when the Wii U came out, it's, we thought Nintendo was done. Did we not? You know, and this is after coming off of the Wii, which was just huge. It was great. So all these companies have different things. The one constant is that Sony has been the market leader. Okay, revenue two decades, wise, dude. Two decades, recipe. And 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 this is where you go and say the reason why Sony's so nervous is because they know that multiplayer and games as a service is the new big thing. Okay, but also they don't want to do what Microsoft does and do the do those day and date into their service because they have one. Everybody's ignoring this. They have one. They could do it. Okay. Your your big buy for, for the $18, which is more than Xbox Ultimate, think about that, is stray. Now, if this was reversed, what would happen? Think about that. We would be like, oh, this is just this is fodder, or whatever. Like you that's all you'd hear from that side. So we don't do that because you know what? It is a good game, but that's all you're so you're charging more and you don't give them the games that they really want. And, you know, you keep beating around this piece and now it's only a year. I mean, just release the games on PC. You'll make more money. We don't want Sony to go away, but we want them to have competition. And we're not talking about Nintendo because Nintendo care less. You could look at it. Out of all things, if we're talking about console market, Nintendo does not have any Activision games, and you're going to tell me that they are still technically the most sold console. Now, they're probably not the market leader because they don't have the infrastructure 
on the software side to actually, you know, gain revenue from certain things, you know, especially like microtransactions far less than probably both companies. You know what I mean? It's just, you have all these consoles out there. You sell your software, which is just the game itself. And you sell it at full price, even years after. Yeah, you're going to make money. You're going to make enough money to survive. But that doesn't mean that they're competing with Xbox and Sony. But how does Nintendo have nothing to say about this? You know why Nintendo has nothing to say about this? Because they look at this and say, you know, we've played ball with Microsoft. You know, we got Cuphead on there. We got Ori. We got we got games that, you know, we never thought we would have. Xbox is at least saying, hey, you know, we'll, we'll help. We'll help you out when the, those software ends because that's where the disconnect is. Sony is a hardware company. They are not a software company, yet they're still making money off of software. You know, they, they make they make the great games they make, and, you know, they have the microtransactions. Look at Gran Turismo, okay? But at the same time, you look at Xbox, and Xbox has always been a software company. You know what I mean? And they they have, instead of, throwing away the multiplayer and the games as a service they have they have enveloped it and they give you a reason you know you, you pay the 15 dollars and yeah you could buy a skin and stuff like that they, they make sure that at least they're exclusives there's really no competitive advantage when it's like person to person you know what i mean it, it's all about it's all about the skins how you look everything else you know what i mean and you've had those ips playstation it's called com- competition. Well, guess what? You're nervous that Call of Duty, your your main multiplayer shooter game, is is possibly gonna get taken off, especially after the way you've been acting. I'm sorry if if they did it and they said, you know what, that three year contract that's ripped up. We're done. <laughs> you know what I mean? I would I would be all for that at this point. I'm not, you know I'm what? not. Listen, folks, I don't like being petty, crispy, but I like what you're putting down. I'm gonna be. <laughs> be I'm just you. saying, dude. It, you know what? They they gave you the opportunity. You could have just shut your mouth, just like Nintendo been doing the whole time. You know, this this could potentially affect them, but they're looking at it like, you know, we we're good. You know, like we don't mind having, you know, you know, developers that make games for Microsoft on our platform. We don't mind that. Sony, on the other hand, is like, nah, heck nah. You know, what I mean, it has to be like this contractual, like, oh, okay, we look at Deathloop. We just got that. Like, there is we weren't complaining. We were like, Hey, you know, this happened. Like they honored the contract. There's no big deal. You know what I mean? These are the things that, you know, you see one company, Sony wouldn't do that. If Sony bought Bethesda, they wouldn't do that. Okay. Dude, that would immediately been sucked up and said, Hey, listen, the only place you can play is PlayStation. Not even on PC. uh, It'd be just PlayStation. They would say, screw six feet under. You're going 12 feet under. We're done. You know what I mean? Like we're gonna we're gonna own all of this, and you ain't gonna touch none of it, okay? And and you can't you can't sit there, okay? You could say, oh, you know, maybe it'll come to PC eventually, but that's now. You know what I mean? And and they're still they're they're hiding it behind what a year now, you know? And then it'll be six months, and then it'll be three months. It's like, dude, just get with it, okay? You can compete if you want to. Now you're gonna go and say, okay. Microsoft's a trillion dollar company. No, no, no. Let's let's be honest here. We're talking about gaming. All right. We're not we're not talking about the company themselves. Yeah, you know, it's it's funny you say that because that's a really great point, Crispy. I, I want you, I want, I want to just lay this out for you here. When you hear the circles talking about both companies, everyone says exactly what you said. Why not Microsoft trillion dollar company? 
they never split. Well, this is the Xbox division, and this is the um, you know, this is this is the Windows division. With Sony, though, they never say Sony has Spider-Man in the bag because of Sony Pictures, because of the MCU deal, sharing deal, right? They only say it's PlayStation. Oh, PlayStation doesn't have it. They don't ever. They they don't ever equate the fact that they, they never they never keep the the two the, the two entities together in regards to it, SIE as a proper. It's just PlayStation though. It's when it's Microsoft, it's just Microsoft. Very good point. I mean, you got to look at it and you got to say, you know, these regulators, this competition is about the gaming space. This is yes. not about. You're not going to see Sony come out with a competitor to Microsoft Word or Outlook or, you know, Windows. Like, it's never going to happen, you know, and and you have competitors in that space for Microsoft, but we're not talking about that. We are talking about gaming, and you have the market leader still to this day who has destroyed companies, okay, absolutely murdered them. And you could tell me that's not true. You are just lying to yourself. Mm. All right. They have done this forever. It is time because you know what? Microsoft said enough's enough. When Satya said we are investing, when they put this out there, when they started with Bethesda, we said this, this, this is going to turn into a boulder. It's going to be like you're making a snowman and all of a sudden the, the, the snow is just bigger than you. And it's just like, wow. You know, I mean, what did we create? And and that is the point. Like Sony did this to themselves and they are still the market leader. And until mm-hmm. they're not, there's no argument. And right now we're not even close. It's not even in the same realm. Yeah. And, you know, we're talking four to one at times, three to one, two to one. Stop crying. Good old Jim Ryan mm-hmm. and start making some multiplayer games because, you know, it's coming. And people are going to play more and more multiplayer games. And for the love of God, if you come out with a remake, remaster, as I like to call it, remaster, <laughs> you need to have the multiplayer that was originally in the game because it's pretty sad when that happens. If I was going to go play Gears Ultimate Edition when it came out and it didn't have the multiplayer, what do you think I'd be saying? You'd be, you have a connection. Yeah. It's just, it, come on, man. Like, you know, we are in different times. They are not moving quick enough. And when they're left behind, it's their own darn fault. Stop yeah. defending them. Yeah. I, I, I absolutely agree. I, I, I absolutely agree. Uh, you know, I, I got to sh- shout out Counter-Strike. You know, obviously, he's here almost all the time. We appreciate you being here, brother. He, he makes a point. And I, I want to read it because I think that it's worthy of a quick conversation. He says, you guys are making it sound as if there's only one frontier to compete on. And that's Microsoft's road that they've paid for them through Game Pass. Well, that's not simply true at all. And you're, you are incorrect in saying so. It is not the only path. Here's the problem, though, dude. Sony's old guard mentality is no longer feasible in this era of gaming. That's the problem. See, Sony is so stuck in their old ways and in the past, they can't see the tip of their nose. And that is why they're in trouble. Okay, they are they're pivoting. You may not want to admit it uh, that they're pivoting, but they have a streaming service. Yes, it is slightly different. 
because it's packed with old games that your your boss Jim Ryan said that you guys don't play, which is bullshit. We know everyone plays old games. Everyone goes back to their favorite old game once a year, plays through it, and is like, I do this every year because I love this game so much. So that's that's a fact. Okay. But the fact of the matter is, is that it is, they do have a streaming service, right? They do have a loyalty program that they just launched, a la Xbox Rewards. They do have a streaming service for three tiers, a la Xbox Game Pass. They are making 12 gas games, a la Sea of Thieves and Grounded, just to name a few, that Microsoft, are, that, that, that are exclusive. So... They are following slowly, but they are still following the market. And the market is being changed by Microsoft. And it's being changed. And and I think the most important aspect to the conversation of why and how Microsoft is changing it. And I think that this, again, this is the human element that other podcasts don't discuss. What Microsoft is currently doing, what Xbox is currently doing is allowing for every station of, of, of finances to be able to play video games. They are allowing people who make six figures and people that make five. All game in the same space equally. No one is better. No one gets better perks. If you have Xbox Game Pass and you're paying as low as $5 a month through the family plan that's going to launch this fall, you're going to get the same perks as the dude that doesn't have the family plan that pays $15 and the, and the, and the girl gamer who doesn't care about PC and only plays on console for 10. And that's the point. That's the point. That's the difference. And that's why this deal is going to go through because instead of making it harder for gamers to enjoy gaming and forcing gamers to buy remakes at $70, like Sony is doing Microsoft is putting all of these games coming from the $70 billion investment into Xbox Game Pass, again, for as low as five bucks a month. I Very hard to argue, but great point nonetheless. I want to get Dreadpool in on the conversation. Dreadpool, let's grab your opinion on this, brother. When you hear what Fuzzy and uh, and and uh, and Crispy has to say about this, what are your current th- what's your third thought process on the on the whole situation? Oops, I was muted. Um, yeah, well, it it you know it's nerve wracking just listening to the common sense that they lack, and, and not not Crispy and Fuzzy, but the rest of these people that are talking all this crap that they talk and they get these lemmings to follow them and it's just it shouldn't be that way you know we need to have the competition we've said it how many times that we need competition and and to be able to get access to these games no matter what they've honored everything that we've already um, established that is playstation um the way i look at it you know, Sony, Sony even, you know, and this is, you know, let's go way back from the get go. Sony even said that they wanted to play, replace the PC. Right. And that's what got Xbox off the ground. That was the key for Xbox because Bill Gates didn't like hearing that, he, you know, but did, did he push Sony out of competition? No, he just tried to compete, you know, and, and the whole the whole three uh the three year deal that they presented them 
You know how you said you want to be petty and just take it away? I want to be double petty. I want to still present them with that same three-year deal contract. And when they back off and say, nope, not good enough, I'm going to say, see, PlayStation, they say that it's not good enough for you. It's not good enough for them. But yet we're giving you the exact same thing. I like the double pettiness, by the way. (laughs) Right? We're giving them the exact same thing we're giving everybody. The rumor has it that Call of Duty may be going to Nintendo. So you don't think Nintendo's going to accept it too, possibly, if if that's the case? You know what I mean? So, yeah, double petty. Uh-uh. You know, and then when they say, no, here you go. This is why you don't have Call of Duty. Not because of us. We extended what we're having, and everybody gets everything across the board. There is no special circumstances. We're not even giving it to our people. We're not giving it to our fans. We're giving it to everybody. You know, but yet, your 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 preferred platform doesn't even want anything anything to do with it because they can't have it their way you know what i mean it's it's like when you give somebody food and they're saying that they're hungry and they're starving and they look at it and they flip the plate it's like really you know i didn't have anything to give you but i i i found something that i'm not eating i mean not that i i wouldn't eat it it's just something that i was going to eat and i figured i'd share it but yet you're going to turn your nose up on it that makes no sense why would you do that you know and this is the same situation you know but it is what it is yeah no i agree i absolutely agree uh like i said we we we, everyone has given uh excellent points regarding uh what the brazilian government has said uh you know i i think there's there's a lot to be said about uh what sony is currently doing to their own fan base uh, they've they've put themselves in a corner, in my opinion. Um, like I said, not not having day and day games is something that they might not be able to afford. But I I beg to differ, to be honest with you. I, I think that if they offered their big, you know, their their bangers um, that are, are are considered by the Brazilian government as uh, first party, not being as important as third party. And again, that's not my words. That's literally their words. They they could find a way to offset some of the cost by having, you know, their very dedicated fan base show up and pay $18 a month or, of course, $120 a year and and, and do what Microsoft is doing. Now, again, there's, there's going to be some, you know, uh, 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 people out there that says, well, they can't afford to do it. And I, I don't know about that. They, they, you know, Sony's, SIE's biggest moneymaker is PlayStation they make a lot of money. They make a lot of money. They're getting an extra fifty bucks now, an extra ten or twenty, depending on who. Oh, they, you they ask. nickel and dime the hell out of the other fan base. Yeah, it's it's just preposterous what they do and then what they continue to get away with. No one challenges on it because they're the big bad Sony. I I I, I disagree with that a thousand percent. But I do want to get Web Dave. But Web Dave, before we get to your brother, I got to catch up yep. so many super chats. Uh, and then, uh, if you have anything else you want to add, Dred, we'll we'll come right back to you. Um, Highlander Double O One drops a two five dollars super chat and says, "Good morning, Mister Boom. Great panel. Every time Jim Ryan opens his mouth, Sony's stock goes down. Their legal department cannot be happy with Jim Ryan. Yeah, their stock is 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 tumbling. It has been tumbling since this announcement, and they are literally. I think it's." 43% down year over year 
since this announcement uh, on their stock. It's 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 crazy how much they're down. It's it's, it's bonkers. Uh, Raiden Blade drops an additional five dollars super chat and says, "Cade response is making the CMA look like trash." Let's see how much the CMA becomes, uh, how much CMA becomes in line with Cade and Saudi Arabia, as both haven't made a request uh, to uh, Xbox, a, a second request. Yeah, I mean, it's the, the facts are there, folks. Everything is there for you to read for yourself, and you've heard us talk about this um, at nauseum to some extent, and you've heard other podcasts talk about it. Listen, I, I. I I'm not a, I'm, I, I don't have a law degree, but just based on what I'm seeing, being, you know, just using common sense, I don't think, I don't think Sony has a leg to stand on. I, I just really don't. Um, Raiden Blade drops an additional two, two pounds super chat and says, wait, well, that makes Sony a monopoly according to stats. Well, they, they do have 87% of the market. It's crazy. Like how much of the market they actually have. Uh, Libra X. CHF drops a five dollar super chat and says, "Is it also plausible or possible that Sony uh, th that Sony it aren't afraid that if this deal goes through, then it could uh, normalize unionizations in the industry, costing them even even more money?" I mean, that's that's definitely a, a possibility. I mean, Microsoft is opening the door for something that has been closed and not even thought about for years. I mean, there've been there's been many entities trying to get unions into into the gaming space um where you see like you know for instance unions hold a massive uh uh vocal point in filming right like oh you know everyone that is a, an actor or an actress whether that be physical or, or or voiceovers they're part of a union and that union fights for them for you know working conditions and hours of working and of course the most important thing pay so this is something that Microsoft has agreed to. They're going to be opening Pandora's box. I personally am all for it. I think that the rights of the of the of the the governing body, meaning the the developers, has not been uh, looked upon. Uh, crunch and people crying in corners and hiding under desks and crying in, in in closets, folks. I'm not making that shit up. That that's a that's a reality. We heard that happen at Bioware. Do, I mean, listen, I, I know you want your next favorite game, but at the, at the cost of what? See, again, this is the human element conversation that other podcasts don't have, which I'm proud to have on me. I, th I think that we need to have more of those conversations. And I and like I said, you can paint the picture, oh, this is Microsoft just grandstanding, trying to make this deal go through. They'll agree to anything. See, that I disagree with. I think they're not going to agree to everything. And I think that the concessions which we're going to get to momentarily, uh, which I, I'm going to ask everybody on the panel what you think the concessions will be or if Microsoft will allow for any at this point. Let's get to Web Dave. Dave, what, what, what are your thoughts on everyone's commentary so far? And where, where do you personally sit with the topic at hand? Well, I think that uh, everybody's made good points and that, um, you know, the deal is, is, uh, is going to go through and there's really – nothing that can be said or done to stop it and um you know there's there's been some good points in the chat that like you you called out earlier uh counter strike but um but the deal's going to be done and that's all there is to it there is um, there's really nothing that can stop it no matter what in the end this deal is going to go through because there's nothing wrong with the deal 
And this isn't the only deal. When this deal's done, there's going to be more. I agree. I think there is going to be more. But you know what, Dave? Before I let you go, yep, I want to circle this back on to the topic number three. Mm-hmm. And that is concessions. Uh, you know, uh, the, the decrees that we've heard uh, Hoglaw talk about, right? He's talked about consent decrees. Uh, these, what, what, what are consent decrees? They are um, uh, basically a, a promise or a signed contract that you or said company will not do said thing or you will do said thing, meaning that one of the consent decrees is uh, that they offer three years an extension. Hoglaw thinks that at some point maybe they offer a fourth or a fifth. They say, listen, you know, you got the remainder. We're honoring the contract ends 2020, uh, 2024. Well, you know, the, you know, because this deal is so big and because, you know, they are, you know, who they are and, you know, they, they're making these complaints. Maybe the, 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 bod- the, the, the governing bodies like the CMA or the FTC turn around and say, um, listen, uh, we, 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 you know, we're going to pass the deal, but we want this particular uh, consent decree, meaning that you'll give them uh, an additional uh, as opposed to the three you offered you already offered three, you know, we want an additional two, making it five, bringing it to year, whatever. And it's up to Microsoft at that point to say, yeah, sure, we don't care. You know, we, we were going to keep it on there anyway. Um, my question to the panel, my question to the chat, we got over 515 people here, which is magnificent on a Friday morning. Dave, I pose this question to you. After mm-hmm. reading the Brazilian findings... Is it in Microsoft's best interest to say, no, we're not giving any consent decrees here because they're the market leader and have been for two decades. We're just competing. Do you give anything to Sony at this point? Well, what they've already put out on the plate, what uh, what, what Microsoft uh, offered, which was the additional three years of content parity, um, to me was a clear sign that like, they're saying, here's what we're going to do. This was their basically their offer before they even got hit up with anything. So they put they put that out there. Sony has said that they don't feel that it's enough. Why do they not think it's enough? Because Sony most likely wants something in there that's going to say that it can't come to Game Pass, uh, Game Pass day and date for at least a year, if not longer. Uh, this is what uh, I the, say to Sony. Yeah, that's that's, that's it was. Let me get the middle finger. I want to make sure that was correct. <laughs> now, I'm not saying it's going to I'm just saying that that's probably what Sony is going to want. Uh that if that appears in a dissent decree from any of the of the outstanding uh Microsoft's going to push back and say no. No, nope. well, we're not going to do it. And then they'll either counter or they'll be taken to court because Microsoft will go to court and say yep. That what we've offered so far, we think is a fair above and beyond what yep. we need to. Now, if they come at him with something simple like another year of just content parity, or maybe two years more to make it five total, you know, after the the, the deal that's already in place is done, you know, Sony or Microsoft might just say, okay, because this just gets it going and everything's done and, and, right. and we can work with it because we're going to have it on game pass and we're going to eat your lunch anyway. Right. And, and it's going to be ours. 
and that's just all there is to it. So yes, I, I could I could see them doing that. But as far as if they try and put anything else in there, like the off game pass or outrageous type, you know, extended years, it's not going to fly. And Microsoft will sue, and Microsoft will win, and Indeed. this will be done. And then they may not have to give any concessions if they try and push them too far. That's all yep. I'm saying. Yep. yep. Uh, good, good, good point. Great point, as a matter of fact. Uh, listen, Crispy, let's get your opinion on this. Do you think Microsoft, after the findings of both Saudi Arabia and Brazil, do you think that they have enough uh, uh, in their corner to not have any de- any decrees outside of the three years they've just offered? Um. I'm going to null and void in, in far as because everybody's going to bring up the CMA. Um, it's the FTC. That's that's who's going to matter. Um, their findings are what the EU and the CMA are going to use. Um, you know, regardless of your thought process, when it's an American company, it's it's going to be the FTC that you know what their findings are is is what is going to be precedent in europe and in the uk so i mean once this comes out and and by some people's logic like i've said before it should be a done deal um which is funny you know because we we look at this and we say you know this that and the other thing microsoft at this point has leverage okay and I'm not going to count Saudi Arabia because they're trying to invest in the market. They don't want to be, you know, um, put against anything like that. They don't want to. They don't want to shoot themselves in the foot, as we like to say. So, you know, Brazil is the one that you know they did their due diligence. It is out there. You have read it. It is one of those things that you can't deny what they found, and and you know. You could say in the pocket with Microsoft or not. These are all facts. They're all facts. You you have one company, one single entity that is saying that this isn't right. And they are the market leader. It is like Microsoft complaining about Windows. You know what I'm saying? If if somebody bought up something that was going to compete with Windows... You know, Microsoft is going to do their due diligence and they're going to, you know, try to protect their investors. But at the end of it, you know, the lies that have been said by Sony, like what makes you not be able to make a multiplayer first person shooter? Absolutely nothing but you not wanting to do it. Okay. What makes you not release your games day and day into your subscription service? You don't want to do it. So now let's put this on the regulators. It makes zero sense, okay? We all remember Sony was a very good multiplayer game. You know, PS2 was very good in multiplayer. A lot of people bring up SOCOM and Killzone. How about MAG? Anybody remember MAG? I do remember. I played MAG, as a matter of fact. Okay. Yep. Mag was basically before Battlefield people and Battlefield basically copied what they did. And the problem was, is the online infrastructure was not capable of running that game. They were so far ahead that they had to step back. You know, they, they had what, like it was like 
50 on 50 or something like that. It, it was crazy. And, and the game couldn't run. But, you know, that's the ambitious Sodi we want. And unfortunately, the way they're acting, charging people more and everything else, only confirms the point that they need some competition. I mean, it, it's just, it's unlogical to think that Sony has a leg to stand on right now. And really, they are shooting themselves in the foot because instead of focusing on the fact that you could at some point down the road lose Call of Duty and start making a game that can compete with it. Because remember, they said Killzone was the Halo killer. Remember mm -hmm. that? That's when Halo yep. was his biggest Call of Duty. A lot of people forget that. Okay, now you're looking at it and saying, well, we're not even talking about Halo. We're talking about a third party. All right. They decided to purchase the entire company. All right. Which Activision purchased Blizzard. Okay. We're not just talking about one market. Everybody looks at Call of Duty. Well, if you go off gaming consoles, guess what? Nintendo, how do they not have anything to say? And it, the points are just there. And, and instead of you know, ignoring them and building your own narrative, use the facts at hand. And and you could say, look at subscriptions in general. Netflix was the OG. Netflix started this, really. Gamefly, stuff like that. These were subscription services, okay? But you got it in the mail. And they transitioned. They adapted. And then Netflix, who was going to get bought by Blockbuster, killed Blockbuster. Think about that. So there is a point in time to bring up certain things. But as of now, Sony, you're the market leader. You are standing on zero legs. Your knees have been taken out. Okay? You, you don't know what to do anymore. So stop crying, Jim Ryan, and, and start making some games to compete with this. That is my point. And and it's and it's a solid, fantastic point. Uh, I have to catch up on some super chats, and we're gonna get Dave. We got yours. We got Chris. We have got to get uh, a Dreadpool in here. Uh, we have a super chat coming from Jay Lambert for five dollars. He says, "Hit that like button, people. This deal will go through with no concessions, based on the simple fact that Microsoft is not number one or number two in the industry. As a matter of fact, in some places, they're number five. Uh, and that's according to uh, Satya Nadala. Mandingo McThickens, one of my favorite uh, names in the community, just a very generous file super chat and says, with all of these snakish acts by Jim Jimmy Boy, I hope Phil nixes the deal with Sony once the deal is done. Dirty tactics deserve e an equal response. I, I, I like the pettiness. I got to be honest with you. And Double X Wolverine Double X, who's been a channel member for one month, says this. Um, uh, Cade has given Microsoft lawyers enough info to not worry about the crease. I absolutely agree. And Tim the Sorcerer, who's been a channel member for four months as well. What's up, brother? He says this. Would Sony really want the ABK deal to bounce at this moment? Backlash of the ABK would be harsh, but Satya, with his smirk on Bloomberg, would declare war. I, I think they that, that Sony has already declared war personally. But uh, Dreadpool, uh, as someone that's seen seen the business outside of gaming, you know, with your company that you work for, do you see a world where Microsoft signs any decrees that gives Sony power? Like, for instance, the suggestion that 
uh, uh, Game Pass can't get Call of Duty day and date. Like that to me sounds like I'm going to sue the shit out of you. You know, the whole Satya smirk, I think already explains it. No, it ain't happening. They're not taking it. They've already been through these type of lawsuits before, right? With Windows, you know, the anti-compete with, um, not with Windows, but uh, with Windows Explorer because it was packaged in with Windows. So that would be um, automatically, you know, and it's, I get it. I would be doing the same thing. It's my product. I would wrap up my product together with other products that I present and, and give it to, you know, to the public as a sale item, you know, here you go. It's, it's part of the, the thing. It can work here. You know, here you go. And they got screwed on that, you know, so they understand that part of it. And for Sony to come in and try to, you know, see if they can, I don't know if Jim, uh, lying, crying rat Ryan can say anything about it and, and, and keep it off of game pass or keep it off of this or keep it off of that with, you know, with the, the, um, the uh, what was it the crossplay tax you know i don't think they're going to even accept anything it's either all or nothing and if it's nothing we're going we're going or you know if, if you're going to go for it we're going to sue you you know because this isn't right you know so they they've already had the experience being on the other side of the foot and it's just, it just i think they just because of the smirk and all that it just feels like the little chihuahua trying to be an ankle biter but it's too scared to come up to you you know just shaking and just barking away and shaking away and that's 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 all it is and you know and if they do throw a decree down if i would double down on my double pettiness and said you know what you want to see what you know you want cod like this then you also get tv 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 <laughs> I love it. I love I love I love the pettiness of it all. Now that's good that's good stuff. Listen, at the end of the day, I agree with your uh uh dreadpool. I, I don't think that I think that the smirk is individent or indicative, if you will, that uh they know that they they have all the, 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 the the side of 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 the industry on theirs. It's uh, the, I, it's the laugh from Phil, the smirk from Satya. The, those are the those are the poker tells. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, I mean, Double uh, uh, X Wolverine Double X actually uh, adds an additional uh, five dollars super chat. Thank you for the generosity. He says, if Sony stock continues to fall, I expect them to sell. Yeah, I, I think that if it continues to drop the way it is, you can see Apple swooping in. And like I said on many shows before, I hope that happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I and, and it's to be petty because I want Spider Man's rights to revert back to Marvel. So they don't have to pay Sony anything. And that means that eventually a Spider-Man game will, in fact, release on the Xbox. So that's me just being petty. Uh, let's get Fuzzy Belvedere's opinion on this. And then we're going to get everyone the heck out of here. Fuzzy, in your opinion, hearing everyone's points, having the numbers in front of us, having the Brazilian documents ready for everyone to read and their findings that basically side with Microsoft, is Sony in a position or are the government and go- governmental bodies like the CMA, like the FTC, or more so the EU commission in a position to potentially ask for decrees when Sony holds 80 plus percent of the market worldwide currently? You would think not, but I'm going to play devil's advocate just, just so that way it's out there. I, not that I see this happening, but I just foresee something coming up where since they had already generously offered the three years, 
something that's at that three-year mark, but less than six years. So they're either going to say, well, Sony said that that wasn't, you know, enough. Can we do four? I mean, it's going to be a, a negotiation table thing where Microsoft is well within their rights to decline. Um, I, I think it comes down to timing more so than anything. Like if, if this deal could get done tomorrow with those decrees, honestly, at, at this very moment, I think they would just go ahead and do it. Just so that way they could they could just be, destroy just be done the holiday it. season. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And 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 that would be the only real reason to kind of you know take one for the team kind of thing. Otherwise, they're already committed till June. And their lawyers, even if it has to go to court, could see the type of timing. And in that timing, while they're in court, they could still do the buy. It would just be that they would have more penalties if they should lose, but I doubt that they would. But they could still do the buy before the, the June deadline that they have internally or that they announce. So I, I think if they're not worried about the holidays and it's not like something where this decree will guarantee that everything can go through before, you know, the end of November or or actually the mid part of November before they get to that. I think it was the CMA or the EU. They were saying like March was like March it, it 1st, no later I than that time. is. Yeah. Mm hmm. If they could somehow get something in writing is like, OK, we'll, we'll do four years if you all get out of our way and we can make this uh, close this deal by November. So that way we can put, you know, these stickered boxes with Call of Duty <laughs> included or something uh, on on holiday shelves type of deal. But I think that's the only way the decree really kind of goes through. But I, I, I foresee the CMA at least bringing it up. And, you know, us in the gaming community will probably debate it on Twitter and in podcasts and whatnot. But honestly, the the way not just what Brazil has done, but the way Microsoft's lawyers have kind of prepared the argument, they were being generous. They, you know, got slapped in the face about it. And now it's like, well, if it's not good enough, OK, then nothing then. I don't think they'll be quite that petty, but I would love to see it kind of deal just so that way. You know, just like uh, Mr. Badbit said, you know, hopefully Sony can go back to being weird or something along those lines where they bring back a resistance. Mm -hmm. They bring back a SOCOM or a twisted or, metal. You know, ex exactly. Yeah. So, you know, I, so, it's like I Cooper, Jack and Daxter. There's so many IPs that they own that they could bring back, dude. It's crazy. Yeah. So it, ho hopefully you know, let me interject here. And this yeah. and here's the funny part, right? Because we're going back and forth with uh, Counter-Striker about mm -hmm. why does why does Sony have to make these games? Well, we're not asking for Sony to make these games. We're asking for both sides. How many times have we asked Xbox to bring back the old IPs that they have? We've asked the same thing for Sony. Mm -hmm. You know, if you if you want you, you're talking about competition, we're bringing up games that you have that is not competing because you're not doing anything, and that is your proper competition. Those IPs that you you're just sitting on, like SOCOM and other games that we've offered as suggestions that we want to see to come back. Those are the competition that we want to see. We want all all companies to be competitive uh, competitive with each other. We don't want like a one sided lopsided. Uh, uh, leader you know we mm -hmm. want everybody to be neck and neck because that's the only way we actually get the best games the best bang for our money you know and sorry but i just it's just like these little things of why this and it was 
right here is a good spot that you guys brought up. So I had to speak up. So, so no, that, that, that was ahead. perfect. Yeah, I mean, great I, point, I, I totally as agree. As, yeah. <laughs> like if you look at PC space for, for just a moment, there's a lot of like uh, first person shooters in preview. And I would love to see something similar to that come to console where there is more competition, not just your call of duty and not just your battlefield, you know, give more room to a lot of these smaller developers as well as even the big developers bringing back some old titles. So that way there's more options, there's more choice and it will allow the others that are already in the space to innovate, you know, maybe add some of the modes that we see in other games. I mean, look at what forge and, and halo is going to do here shortly where we're able to, you know, have the tools to make whatever we want kind of thing. So competition, we benefit, all of us benefit in the end. Um, it's just a matter of if they want to compete um, or if they want to, you know, go back into their back catalog. But, I, you know, fingers crossed, I hope they do. Just as someone that's had a PlayStation 3 and, play, well, had a PlayStation 1, skipped PlayStation 2 for PC, went with a P, uh, PS3, PS4, and PS5. I, I want some of these games to come back. It, just one of those things. I don't know. That's all I got. <laughs> no, no, that, that's a, that's a great point. Real quick, Wolverine Double X drops on. Has been a channel member for a month. Thank you so much for that. He drops an additional two dollars super chat and says, "Where's Conka? Hell, I say, where the hell is Banjo Kazooie?" But mm -hmm. I'm not going to go on a tangent there, ladies and gentlemen. That is going to be the new episode of breakfast with boom obviously there are now people calling me the marathon man because yes this is five streams in a row i i like i said i i i i stepped up to the plate i have accepted it we have now become full-time streamers here on youtube uh and i i'm already believe it or not this morning was already working on next week's shows because that's what you do when you stream five days a week but that is going to be your 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 new episode I want to thank all of the 500 plus people that were here. I think we topped out at like 440, uh, 546, which is freaking crazy. Uh, if you're new to the channel, please consider subscribing. Hit the bell icon so you know whenever I stream live. And of course, thank you for all the super chats and the comments in the comment section. We definitely appreciate the interaction between everybody. Even if we have different points of views, it's something that we look forward to having a conversation. Let's get to the outros. We'll start first with web dave dave sell your brand brother what you got Yo. going on more importantly who you're interviewing and where can people check that stuff out and reach out to you on social media hey i um i just want to say uh thanks to everybody in the chat it's it's awesome it's good it's lively and i do even want to say thank you to counter-strike because he is actually he's been he's been civil he's brought yes, up his point yes and yes. uh and we do appreciate you being here so just wanted you to know that and hopefully you'll continue to come to come hang out with us and and make your points known as long as they're like they are now you know um i should say um on a very nice decent level that's yes. cool so you know that's that's and that's the thing too it's um because i want a playstation and i want them to succeed and they've got a lot of great games that are coming out so i'm looking forward to all that too but what i've got coming out is uh, in this uh monday's episode is uh, going to be uh miles dompierre Oh, that's and, a good one, dude. Boy, it is. Excellent. It is a good one. <laughs> so, yeah, from uh, Windows Central's Gaming. And uh, get ready to check that out. It's going to be a good one. Lots of other great interviews. Every single one of these amazing men on this panel right here are uh, interviewed. And there's a lot of good uh, uh, female interviews as well, too. Not to, not to be anything weird there, but it's uh, it's awesome, man. I've had such great interviews. I'm so lucky to do that. And uh, our links are in the show notes here. So thank you very much, Boom and uh, panel. You guys rock and bringing it like always, baby. 
Yeah, thank you so much, brother. Definitely appreciate you being here and love your interviews. Folks, if you don't know where to find them, go find Web Dave on YouTube. Uh, his interviews, he's interviewed some of the biggest and best of our community. Definitely worth your time, especially if you want to learn about your favorite podcaster. He definitely goes into the minutia of their uh, of their gaming history. And sometimes we even talk about our, uh, you know, where we came from even before then. Lots of good stuff to check out. Lots of big, uh, big, big names in there. Thanks, Boom. Dave, thank you so much for that. Uh, Crispy Bomb, please, by all means, brother, talk about what other shows you're on. More importantly, where can people reach out to you and strike up a conversation on social media? Gentlemen, always a pleasure. Shout out to the chat. And yeah, Counter Strike, you're you're good, bro. Like, just don't be nasty, and you you'll never have a problem here. Because no. you know we do appreciate everyone's welcome. We do appreciate a, a different thought process, and that's cool. Maybe we'll change your mind. Maybe you'll change our mind. Like, we, we're not about that life. Like, you know, not everybody is an a hole. You know, you can you can be nice about it and put out your points, and you know, you don't have to be uh, clickbaity as we like to call it, but. You know, it's at Crispy Bomb on Twitter, Crispy Bomb 28 Xbox Live. You can find me on Retro Renegades Tuesday night, 7 p.m. We got Primetime Gaming, 7 p.m. Wednesday. And then we got the next podcast Thursday, 8 p.m. And probably back here when I can. But, you know, that that's to see what's happening. Yes, well, we we love when you when you surprise us at the last minute to jump in here with us. Obviously, you're on primetime gaming each and every week, but you started out here on Breakfast with Boom, and you're you know you have the key to the front door. You walk in, you grab a Dr Pepper, you put your feet up on the counter. It's perfectly okay, and we love having you here, brother. Uh, Fuzzy Belvedere, sell your brand, brother. Talk about your YouTube channel. We're the best place to get your racing news opinions and reviews occasionally and more importantly what other shows you are you on and where can people reach out to you on social media well just want to thank you for having me on it was awesome being on here with you guys this morning and thanks to everybody in the chat that you know interacted with us and those who will catch us on uh, replay later on man i just love doing this stuff and uh for anybody that wants to hear my endless rambling on anything gaming related just follow me on twitter at fuzzy underscore belvedere same thing on YouTube, fuzzy underscore Belvedere. Uh, you can also find me later this evening on Xbox Ultimate on Fun Speculations channel at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, tomorrow on the Shop Podcast on PTK Blam's channel at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On Monday uh, afternoon or at 12 noon, it'll be I'll be on the Xbox Lunch Break Special right here on Double Barrel Gaming. And later that evening on FSP on fun speculations channel at 10 p.m eastern standard time and then right back here breakfast with boom 10 a.m on friday so yeah brother thank you you so much yes thank thank you you so much for being here thank you so much for what you do with the community and of course i'm going to bring up dreadpool's information read it verbatim so you get a chance to see and hear all the fun things that he does uh you can find dreadpool on linktree.com slash dreadpool find him on youtube.com slash dreadpool Twitter at Dreadpool, TikTok at Dreadpool, hover.gg slash Dreadpool. You can also find them weekly with Wilmy Hood and that crazy group of incredible gamers on Gaming Beyond the Box Wednesday evenings at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is on Wilmy Hood's YouTube channel. And uh, they're coming back with some new 
to have a new direction. I believe it's coming back October 19th. Looking forward to seeing what Wilmy and that crew is going to bring new to the table. And of course, you can find him every every day or every Friday on Breakfast with Boom. But you can also check out his stuff called Breaking Bread with Dread. It is a very unique unusual and really fun way to do interviews while he's hanging out in a diner, eating good food and hanging out with other gamers. Dreadpool, thank you so much for being here, brother. Uh, uh, not and, a problem. Uh, I got to say, uh, um, the number one chat member right now in, is uh, for, for today's show is definitely Counter-Strike. Indeed. Um, he's been bringing up good stuff. And this is, this is the type of, type of stuff we've already expressed earlier. We want good discussions. We want good yes. debates. We want opinions. Uh, and, and he's, you know, like I said, we've brought him up so many times. So he's the number one for the show. Um, but yes, uh, definitely. This is this is what we like to see and hear across all the places that we podcast. We want to see this. We want to see different of, of opinions. So and, and as always, thank you to every single one of you in the chat. I would name every single one of you if I could, but we wouldn't have enough time for till tomorrow <laughs> before Boom starts another show. So we want to make sure we do all this. Um, but again, hit the like button. Um, I will also be doing some more uh, Halloween stuff uh, nice. as we go. So definitely check that stuff out. Um, and again, I appreciate you guys uh, for for hanging out with us and and having myself on with with everybody here. Yeah, well, we love having you here, brother, and thank you so much for being here as always, ladies and gentlemen. I want to say I want to wish Mrs. Boomstick and I and the rest of the panel here want to wish you and your families an amazing weekend. Hopefully you had a chance to download any game on any console you're enjoying and have a good old time doing so. Of course, I'm going to close out the show, folks, with something that's important to me. Hopefully one day it'll be important to you. And that's something that my dad taught us when we were kids. And he would say, Craig, treat others how you want to be treated. And also it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, son. I can guarantee you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. We'll see you next week on the newest episode of Breakfast with Boom.